Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Forward Maryland. My name is Bill Woodcock, and it's Monday, April 1st, 2019. I have two issues to talk about this evening. The second one will be more lighthearted. Um, and the first one I wish was an April Fool's joke, but it's not. It's very serious. Uh, that's why I decided to bring a special edition of the podcast tonight uh, to talk about the crisis going on in Baltimore City government. And tonight, uh, I join uh, City Councilman Cohen. I join State Controller Peter Francho in calling for the resignation of Baltimore Mayor Catherine Pugh. It's time for a change in the city. It's time for a change in leadership. And what's been going on in recent months with Mayor Pugh and this healthy Holly scandal over these children's books that the University of Maryland Medical System paid for while she was on the UMMS board. And now with today's revelation that Kaiser Permanente paid for these books while they were seeking a city contract, it's enough now. It's time for Pew to go. Baltimore City is too wonderful a city. It's people too special. It's place in this state too dear to be played with and to be the province of greedy politicians. There are a lot of people in Baltimore City who wish that they could have an inroad to opportunity, who wish that they could grab a fat city contract to write a book, who wish that they could get out of poverty. And to see the people of privilege in this city continue to step on the little people who are scraping every day to make ends meet, not a lot of them succeeding, well, it's too much, and there has to be a reckoning, and that has to be, that has to end at Mayor Pugh's desk. Let's look at the timeline a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Mayor Pugh, she was then, I believe, a uh, Maryland State Senator, joined the board of UMMS in 2001. In 2011, she incorporated a LLC called the Healthy Holly LLC. UMMS that then made its first purchase of 20,000 books. And then these books were later donated to Baltimore City Schools and to area daycare centers, according to the mayor. Now, very few of these books have ever actually shown up, uh, much less 20,000. And then the medical system again paid for more of these books in 2013, 15, 17, and 18 with the total purchases valued at approximately a half million dollars. And, and let's also not forget that these sales have failed to appear on Mayor Pugh's ethics reports, which are also kind of a big deal. So she did not properly disclose her income from Healthy Holly LLC in ethics forms. That is admitted. That is That has been... That has been admitted by an aide to the mayor. In 2015, Healthy Holly LLC, which again was run by Mayor Pugh, gave the mayor's campaign for mayor a $5,000 check. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I believe that's within the bounds of campaign laws, but it certainly smells of 
you know, of may of 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 poor ethical judgment, poor ethical behavior. In 2018, Healthy Holly LLC gave $1,000 through ticket purchases to Baltimore County Executive John Olszewski's campaign and also gave $1,000 to State Senator Jill Carter's election committee in June. Now, again, nothing on the surface wrong with these donations. They are appropriate and under the law. So in 2019... Senator Carter sponsored a bill that would make it illegal for board members to profit from contracts with the hospitals they govern. So, sounds like good on Senator Carter. Mayor Pugh resigned from the University of Maryland Medical System Board of Directors after failing to fully disclose the $500,000 business relationship we had with the system. That happened in 2019. Two other board members resigned this year. Four more took a leave of absence. The Baltimore school system has found that nearly 9,000 of these books are sitting in a Baltimore warehouse. Pews called these inquiries a witch hunt. Witch hunt, where have we heard that before? She also claimed that she returned to the medical system $100,000. The the UMMS medical system CEO was placed on leave. She apologized for the book deal. And now today, Kaiser Permanente confirmed that it paid Pew approximately $114,000 to buy about 20,000 copies of the books. And then late early this evening, Mayor Pugh announced that she would take a leave of absence. And I I will say, I I do understand in the mayor's statement that she's suffering from pneumonia. And I certainly wish her well. I certainly hope she recovers um, and gets well very soon. But um, this, again, is another black eye to the city of Baltimore at a time when the city of Baltimore could not stand more black eyes. Uh, There is a feature story in New York Times Magazine last week about uh, Baltimore's decline and Baltimore's uncertain future and the revolving door in the police commissioner's office in, in light of the Freddie Gray incident in 2015, only four years ago. And all the uncertainty in the police commissioner's office, also in the mayor's office with Mayor Rawlings-Blake and then her decision not to run for re-election and Mayor Pugh's ascendancy barely uh, narrowly beating Sheila Dixon, who was a former mayor who, of course, had her own ethical violations and own ethical stumbles when she was mayor and and was tried for malfeasance in office. And I want to mention, I want to state clearly, there are no charges against Mayor Pugh at this time. I am not advocating that she be prosecuted. But when are the people of Baltimore City going to say enough? And when are they going to not continue to accept this sort of leadership out of their highest elected officials. I tend to think that they were trying to make that statement when they elected Mayor Pugh and that they thought that they were electing somebody better, somebody 
who was well-connected in state government, certainly very friendly with Senate President Miller, would be able to help the flow of funds continue from the state of Maryland. Because, you know, yeah, Governor Hogan has called for the state prosecutor to investigate Mayor Pugh, but let's not fool ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Governor Hogan is no friend of the city of Baltimore. I mean, despite the ridiculous campaign sign he had at North Avenue and Charles Street, you know, Mayor Governor Hogan stands with Baltimore. You know, Governor Hogan is lucky to have been governor again. A better candidate in that election would have beaten him. So let's not say that Larry Hogan is a great buddy of Baltimore City because he isn't. This is the guy who killed the red line, who killed opportunity for economic development in West Baltimore as soon as he was elected governor in 2014. And then in 20, later on in 2015, mere weeks after he took office, West Baltimore burned. And part of the reason it burned was because Larry Hogan refused to fund the red line. So, you know, before anybody out there in listener land gets all sour at me for going off on Catherine Pugh, let me tell you something. Larry Hogan's no friend of Baltimore either. So you can just come correct because I don't want to hear it. You know, corruption, ignorance, abuse of power in all of its forms needs to be called out. We need better in Baltimore City. There is better in Baltimore City. Uh, Brandon Scott, the uh, city council member who who ran as lieutenant governor with uh, Jim Shea this past year, would be a tremendous mayor for the city of Baltimore. I wished he would have ran last time, and I hope he runs this time because he's the sort of person the city needs. We need people who are going to call for Baltimore to hold itself accountable. And so for Baltimore to ever rise, for Baltimore to know another renaissance, and it's done it before. Baltimore has been on the floor before, has been flat on its back on the bricks, and it's picked itself back up before. But it starts with accountability and responsibility. And for the city to heal and to move forward, Mayor Pugh must go. I mean, how, 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 I mean, how do you feel right now if you're the Stronach group and you're looking to move the Preakness Stakes out of Baltimore City? You're feeling pretty good. I mean, you may as well start, uh, you know, uh, shining that woodlawn vase up and sending it down to Laurel because that's where it's going to be come May of 2020. You know, what power does Baltimore City government, Baltimore City leadership have? to stop the second jewel of the Triple Crown. You know, and then what's going to happen to Park Heights? What are we going to do to Park Heights? What's the plan there? You know, I can think of a number of ideas to do there, but, you know, the city doesn't want to lose the Preakness. Well, guess what? You know, when you can't be responsible, you can't have nice things. And it looks like looks like that horse race is signed, sealed, and delivered to Laurel. And I guess that's good. I guess that's I'm glad that that's all all the further it's going is to Laurel and not to some track in Florida or, you know, Texas or Louisiana or North Carolina or somewhere else. So, um, you know, I, I, I hope that in the coming days 
Mayor Pugh will realize what's going on and will realize that she's become a large part of this problem and that she'll step aside. And then the healing can begin. So that's my views on that matter. On another uh, lighter topic, I seem to have had some fun today with uh, a uh, announcement that I made on the blog part of this site. I actually wrote a blog post for the first time in some time uh, this morning, and it felt good. So I uh, announced my candidacy for the Democratic nomination for president, which, to be honest, if I would have hit the Powerball, why not? But uh, I didn't. Uh, but uh, I did uh, write a uh, opening uh, campaign speech. I uh, cited as my campaign manager a uh, fictional character from a very famous April Fool's Day uh, essay that George Plimpton wrote for Sports Illustrated magazine about 30 years ago. Uh, I do know that I did get somebody very good. Uh, somebody who I know who uh, thought that uh, thought that I was running as some sort of chaotic uh, favorite son candidate. So uh, that's kind of funny. But uh, if you uh, get the chance to uh, look at the the Forward Maryland blog, you will uh, see it on there. Perhaps you're listening to this uh, podcast off of the blog site right now. So I did have fun with that, and uh, I hope other people did too. Looks like it got a lot of views today. Uh, but in that, uh, in the jest, there is truth, and uh, I will speak to that truth in the next edition of this podcast. So till then, thank you for listening to me. I uh, hope I didn't come across as as angry, but uh, I'm passionate. Baltimore is my city, and I want to see it in good hands. Um, so we'll see what the next days and weeks bring. Thanks, everybody. You have been listening to Forward Maryland. My name is Bill Woodcock. and Have a terrific day. Take care.